Welcome to Able Active Moms. Jeremy Brown and his guests are here to help the struggling moms better understand and manage their time for personal health. Now here's Jeremy. Welcome back this week. Thanks for listening in again. Uh, We are this week continuing our previous episode, part two, Cultivating Your Inner inner Healer with Shannon Hirschman. Shannon, welcome. Thanks for coming back. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. It was actually um, such a good story, such a cool story. And I like the big broader scope of what went on, like this whole journey that you went through and where it took you and, and how it becomes like um, um, a whole wellness life shift, I guess. Right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And <laughs> last time we, so, so to back up, like last time we were talking about you and your diagnosis at a young age with ankylosing spondylitis and that's where the whole thing started yes want to catch us up on where we were yeah so when i was 18 i was diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis and to make it a short story um you know the doctor said there was no cure so i was on pain medications for about 12 years and then i discovered the power of a low-fat whole food plant-based diet put my um, condition in remission. And then, um, and then it it came back during uh, or after my first delivery uh, with my first baby, baby girl named McKenna. And I think we basically left off from there. Yeah. Yeah. So you had kind of managed it with movement and then fully kind of brought things into remission with plant-based and then pregnancy is as often the case can be a catalyst for a exacerbation or a return of inflammatory or autoimmune events. Right. Um, yes. That's a regular thing um, because there are inflammatory cycles within pregnancy itself. And so I guess that's kind of what you experienced, right? Especially like toward the end of of your pregnancy and then postpartum, that that's really when symptoms started to crop up again, though slightly different than the first time around. Right. So uh, about a week or two before I was going to deliver, I just noticed just a very small inkling of... um, some inflammation in my body, uh, although I don't think I recognized it at the time. But then postpartum, about four to six weeks after delivery, then I was having like severe foot pain. It was challenging to walk. My scalp was hurting. Um, I had um, bleeding gums. And these were all symptoms that were not previous. So before I had uh, like SI joint pain and some muscle spasms. So this was like different. So I didn't recognize it for, I think, somewhere around like eight months, six to eight months. It took me a while to realize what was happening. Um, and then when I realized, oh, this must be the autoimmune, may- maybe because of the hormonal changes, I thought, well, food worked the first time. You know, I was still eating um, plant-based, but I thought, well, maybe I had some sensitivities to certain foods. So then I spent a number of months doing an elimination diet to try to figure out if I had any sensitivities that were causing this and why I couldn't reverse it. And then it, yeah, it just wasn't working. And then I saw this episode um, on Netflix about the Wim Hof method. And I saw the episode and I said, that's it. (laughs) That's going to work for me. So um, that is, um, a combination of some deep breathing that you do so basically like you do 30 rounds of deep breathing and um, a breath hold or two and you do at least three sets and you also expose yourself to cold so whether that's cold showers or ice baths um, so I started doing that and it worked like a charm right away so the effects of that um, of doing the Wim Hof method lasts about 22 hours. So I did that daily to help manage the symptoms um, until uh, the symptoms seemed to disappear, which was after uh, I was done breastfeeding. And I had gone 15 months breastfeeding my daughter at that point. And it is fairly normal to some degree for hormonal issues to continue all the way through breastfeeding as well, 
that's considered also like a marker of true postpartum. That's like one of the stages, right? When you finish breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want to stop breastfeeding early just because I was feeling pain. I was like, cause you know, the benefits of <laughs> yeah. breastfeeding, you know, and I knew, you know, it sets her up for having a healthy immune system, knowing that I had autoimmune, I wanted to keep going. So I was willing to just, you know, Hey, if I have to do some breath work every day and get a cold shower, um, I was definitely willing to do that. So it worked like a charm. It was amazing. And so like that completely managed symptoms. Yeah. I would say like a 90, 95% difference. Like I remember Amazing. waking up uh, in the middle of the night with uh, extreme back pain all of a sudden. And I was like, all right, let's do another round of uh, Wim Hof. It was like three in the morning. So I did my breath work, uh, completely disappeared. And then I went right back to sleep. I was like, this is amazing. What a wonderful um, technique to help manage inflammation uh, in the body. It was fantastic. Yeah, because it starts to be sort of like a layering thing, right? Like, okay, um, I have an autoimmune issue that affects my joints and my movement. So I have to make sure to maintain support of my movement, right? Like I have to keep healthy movement in my life. Otherwise that's going to have a greater opportunity to take hold, but then that's not the whole thing. Like there also has to be how you are taking care of yourself from the inside out to some degree from how you are eating, right? Changing to a plant-based diet. And even that given just the cycles of life and how things flare up, Right. You're going to need like additional emergency management tools in a way. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, just general life stress, you know, if things come up, you know, that can cause an inflammatory response, you know. Um, but, you know, my husband did think I was crazy when it would be in the middle of wintertime and I was outside barefoot in the snow doing some <laughs> chanting and some yoga poses um, in my bathing suit in the middle of Chicago winter. Um, but I'm like, Hey, it's making me feel good. So, you know, you just do what you do. <laughs> and for anyone out there who's not heard of Wim Hof at this point, he is a, he and his method are a major influence. And if you haven't heard of him, it's surprising because he's been featured all over the place um, and sure his stuff is kind of, well, it's definitely far left of mainstream, right. Or far to the side of mainstream. It's not in the center of things, but, um, <laughs> it definitely works. And it's not like what is going on can't be explained, right. It does change specific things. It is, there is a physiological basis for what is going on. Um, so first off, like breathing wise what's so you got to be put yourself you expose yourself to cold cold baths hanging out outside in chicago in the winter um <laughs> taking dips in the lake and then there's a breathing component so what is the what more specifically is kind of the breathing thing that it works with yeah so essentially you do at least 30 deep breaths maybe more 30 you know about two minutes of like deep breathing um so you would be you would breathe belly chest and up into your head fully inhaling and then you just do a relaxed exhale and you just repeat that like in a circular pattern just keep that going and then at the end um you could either fully exhale and then hold your breath as long as you can um and i think i remember from taking his course if you had inflammation you could inhale and then hold your breath as long as you can. Um, so I would get up to like two, two and a half minutes. I got up to three minute breath hold one time. And then I would do in general about three sets. So, um, and supposedly, you know, that has a direct influence on the immune response. So it releases adrenaline within the body. And that correlates with the production of something called interleukin 10, which is an anti-inflammatory cytokine or a little protein. And that helps to inhibit the release of other cytokines that are actually pro-inflammatory. So you can kind of think of interleukin 10 as trying to hold down the fort against too many bad guys, if that makes sense. And then, um, so even though the inflammation is happening within the body, whether that's, you know, from hormonal changes or autoimmune disease, it's drastically dampened or, um, you know, lessened by the breathing technique and how that releases that particular cytokine within the body. And then it also 
um, increases your white blood cell count. So that's that part, white blood cells are part of the immune system. So they fight off infection and disease. So you can like literally have an influence over your immune system um, through some breath work, which is amazing. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. making it super current, um, COVID and long COVID are, you know, clearly, especially long COVID now that the, you know, we're out of the midst of the main thing. Long COVID such a big deal. And um, there are a lot of people who, there are a lot of doctors out there who are finding great success with breath work, actually. And based on what you're saying, that makes a lot of sense as well. They're like focusing on doing breath work with people. And this might be an interesting technique as well as like a major issue with what's going on is cytokine storms and this like big explosive inflammation issues and like how we start to manage systemic inflammation within the body. Um, anyway, just side note, cause I keep trying to promote breath work as a solution for this, for people, or it was like a component of the solution for this. Um, because it does also help boost your immune system and is anti-inflammatory. Yeah, definitely. And the one thing that I have since learned, like I also try to create a habit of slow, full, deep breaths throughout my day. Um, so outside of doing Wim Hof breath work, like what you do with your time outside of that is also important, staying calm in the nervous system, because if you have shallow breathing or uh, you have too many repetitions of breath um, in like a minute, so that can create a stress response in the body itself. So keeping your nervous system calm can actually help the immune system function properly as well. So there yeah. you go. As you well know, like every session with me, with every person starts out with, and we're going to focus on our breathing. <laughs> and yes. we're going to slow it down and we're going to let it relax and be aware of how it's moving. And <laughs> so important. Everyone needs it. You yeah. know, in Western yeah. society, we've got high stress lives over here. Oh, yeah. And I, like, you know, I <laughs> emphasize the physical component of it to people like that's like my little inroad, but as you yourself pointed out and I'm like, well, yeah, of course it is a way for me to help bring people's systems down and help, like let's start, let, help them learn to self-regulate and like bring them out of this really like worked up state a because i because it's good for them and b because i just it you can't work with somebody like that like you're not going to get like in a session i'm not going to get a positive response out of someone who um is not in a a mental state that is receptive to change um so like let's breathe and get into a space that is a little more available yeah absolutely um, this is actually interesting. So I did some breath work more along the lines of Wim Hof um, quite a few years ago with a guy in Chicago named Pierre Debar. He's like started out as a massage person. And then he has all of these different things he does, um, including like retreats where you go and like barefoot grounding, spend time in nature and a lot of breath work stuff. And it's similar where you like take keep taking deep breaths and keep taking deep breaths. And you reach that point where you start to feel like maybe you're going to pass out, you know, you're like over almost hyperventilated and you start to get kind of tingly and like things get weird. And he presented it almost as a, a direction of Eastern medicine um, in a way. And, and which is kind of interesting because it's in a way we'll circle back to that in a bit, but this idea that, breath is oxygen and oxygen is energy and energy is chi. And you're basically taking in so much oxygen slash energy slash chi that it starts to bump up against the blockages in your system. And you just keep pounding away with that with like more and more and more until it's like breaking a dam and it just floods. So you kind of get this really like, I'm sure you get this in Wim Hof. You get this feeling of almost anxiety over it. Like and this is too much. It's too much. It's too much. And then it just kind of breaks and it's like, ah, yeah. And you know what? I think that's exactly like the Wim Hof stuff. So you continue those breath cycles until you get that state where you feel like you're almost going to pass out. Exactly. And then I since learned like when he cues the belly, chest and head, he's basically simplified a way to breathe through the chakras that way. Yeah. So he's just made it a super basic, but I think that's exactly the same thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, that you're just using this like super intense buildup of energy to try to force your way through blockages through your energetic system. And so yeah. it's a way to like physical system, get into the sort of energetic system and also clear out your mental system. So it's so great. The breath like links all of these together for us so easily. Yeah. Um, we are going to take a break for just a moment and when we come back, we're going to continue maybe talking about like Wim Hof and breathwork a little bit, but also start talking a little more about the energetic system and energy healing, because that is where your your big, very big journey goes next. Yeah. Yes, it does. So we'll see you back again in just a second. Keep listening in. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Move Ed is a new exercise system developed from the latest in science and designed to help you feel your body in a whole new way. Offering free online videos, live online exercise classes, and wellness tips and ideas on social media. Move Ed has options to help everyone feel and move better. Check us out today and start your new journey into physical health. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Welcome back to Able Active Moms. Have a question for Jeremy or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back. I'm here with Shannon Hirschman, and we were talking about breathwork, specifically the Wim Hof Method and how that was the next tool that she added in to help manage her autoimmune and inflammatory issues, especially as they were a cycle of that was brought back uh, postpartum. And um, Wim Hof method, so we were talking about uh, how it helps bolster the immune system and kind of this, how maybe concepts, theories about how it works within the system, but it's actually also a great way to influence pain and pain reception as well. Yes. Yes. So when you're doing the breath work, um, it releases adrenaline. And um, when you, when you pair that the breath work with the cold exposure, so you, you would essentially do your breath work before you get into like a cold shower or an ice bath. And it activates an area of the brain called the periaqueductal gray area. And that's where pain modulation occurs. So you're basically hijacking um, through the breath work, the normal response of the brain's reaction to how you experience the cold. So you can Mm. control the amount of pain that you're feeling. So I personally experienced this when I would do like a full submersion and the ice bath. So if I maintain like a meditative state (laughs) and really stayed present in the moment of, you know, slow, deep breaths while, while I was in the cold, Um, I would stop shivering and then 
the water wouldn't feel as cold. But if I let my mind wander, all of a sudden my body would start to shiver. And I was like, oh, my God, this water is freezing. So, um, you know, when you maintain that state and you can stay in the present moment and kind of focus on the task at hand, it helps to keep the vascular system open. It increases your metabolic activity. And then, you know, the breath work that you did earlier um, generated heat within the body. So it can help you survive in extreme cold environments, which is why when Hoff would go hiking up a mountain in shorts, you know, and then be fine. So um, it's, it's like mind over matter, right? So if you, you can create the experience that you want, if you really focus your mind, and then, you know, if you make the conscious decision to create, manifest something that you want, right, you can build new connections in the brain, and you can literally change your experience. And uh, sometimes what happens in the body, the physiological response. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's sort of this like all at once kind of multi-pronged attack into this in many different directions, right? It's like, I'm going to change my mental state and I'm going to change my physiological state. And I'm uh, like, that's going to start to change um, like the, 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 what the chemistry of my body even right like how the chemistry of my body is reacting to everything and then that starts to change really the perception of life which in some ways is life yeah and you know like exactly what you said it's like multi-dimensional so i noticed on the days that i didn't have a good night's sleep I was not ready to go into the cold shower so i would skip it <laughs> on those days like there was a clear relationship like my mental state my my mind over matter was affected by how much sleep I had the previous night. So like everything comes in the play. Yeah, definitely. And I think with pain is a really interesting subject. I think with pain, well, there's a lot more research with pain now than there used to be. And pain is different for everyone. And we're only starting to understand pain and what pain really means and how subjective it is. So I think it, you made a really interesting point about like the focus of your mind and your sort of observation of pain and how pain affects you or how you allow pain to affect you, how you observe pain or how you relate to pain. Like all of this kind of stuff being shifted, I think is really powerful. And I don't, I think sometimes that can be taken so far as to, gaslight people with pain and say and give this impression that it's all in your head but for sure in in a positive way it's good to look at it at least that some of it is in your head or like in the way that you perceive the situation in the way that you perceive pain within your body yeah absolutely and you know i'm also in the middle of um this thesis thesis that I'm working on, which relates to um, people who have been through trauma and how um, their the strength of their muscles and how they perceive um, pain um, is directly affected like within the tissue. So I've gotten some interesting results like through trauma release work. Um, they're able to sustain or bypass the feeling of when you know like because I, I noticed when I was working with Pilates clients like those who had been through trauma tended to not hold planks as long or gave up earlier and um, so I've been running this experiment where you know I do a trauma release exercise and they've been able to hold things longer and their response to the sensations that they feel in the body are much more calm it's been very interesting anyway that's yeah. in the works <laughs> so is that kind of like then do you take that as they they're, they don't hold a plank as long because inevitably holding an exercise like that starts to trigger responses which could possibly be perceived as negative like pain like i feel pain in my shoulders and i feel pain maybe in my abs or in my neck and there's a negative response to that feedback which causes like a 
sort of a buildup of anxiety within their system as they get this like response feedback thing. And then they bail out when their system becomes overloaded, that kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there's also emotional receptors within the tissue. So um, as you get closer to maybe unlocking that, you know, some emotions can come up. So people will feel it will state, you know, I feel a sense of fear or anxiety um, when they get to that point, you know, people have mentioned. So um, it's very interesting how that yeah. all works. And that definitely comes up. People know people, I think, have the most experience with that maybe in yoga, but just because of how common yoga is or how much it's practiced, which is large compared to, say, you do um, a, a, a fascial stretching modality, a movement modality where you like a, like assisted motion, assisted fascia, assisted movement, um, or within cranial sacral work, which I do, or like myofascial work, you'll get a lot of the same thing where you're like you, the, a movement because it has emotional ties into it and maybe trauma or emotional blockages tied into it. As you start to unlock that movement, it causes a, a release of this emotional gunk that was blocked up in the movement and people will start to feel many different things. They might start to cry. They might start to get afraid. They might start to get angry with you. They might like all kinds of weird things bubble up as you start to unlock stuck stuff. Oh yes. That's happened many times <laughs> with clients. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, uh, And actually you started studying craniosacral work as well. And I don't know if the path you're on includes like the next thing I have to go through is somato emotional release, which is actually like how to direct it toward that and how to dialogue your way through this as it happens to like encourage people to allow it to happen and to let it kind of naturally progress. Yeah. Um, you want to definitely let it, come out. You don't want to store it in the body. No, no, no. Anyway, I guess we're kind of getting off track. So um, anyway, that leads us back to Wim Hof and uh, using breath work as a kind of multi-pronged attack at getting things to release and clear out of the body, including inflammation and bolstering the immune system, which for you was what really got you over the cycle post-second pregnancy. Um, and then that leads us to what, what happened after that? Where, so then. Yeah. So, you know, I discovered the Wim Hof during the end of my, um, breastfeeding days with my first one. And then I kept up with the Wim Hof maybe two to three times a week just for fun. Cause I was enjoying it so much. I felt so good. And then I got pregnant with my second one. And when you're pregnant, you can't do the Wim Hof because, you know, they're not sure of how the deep breath work, the cold exposure, the release of adrenaline, stress, you know, can affect a, a growing baby. So you put that on hold. And But the day I got home from the hospital with my second, um, I started the Wim Hof and I um, basically kept that the whole way through, um, you know, the breastfeeding with him as well. And um, the only thing that didn't resolve this time was some shoulder pain. So, and I knew it was, it just felt to me like it was still inflammatory. My physical therapist couldn't figure it out, you know, anatomically, everything was fine, but it was just an ongoing pain for about a year and a half. And then that leads me to, I heard about this course called Quantum Catalyst Healing. And another thing happened, I saw it and I was like, hey, that is going to work. <laughs> That's for <laughs> me. It's about a healing um pain, chronic pain through uh, energy work. So I ended up signing up for this course. And with that, you it was a 14 week master course. And you get a 30 minute session with the instructor, Darren Starwin. And, you know, it was via zoom. So I'm like, okay, I was like, how is this going to work? You know, energy work via zoom. I was like, let's keep an open mind. So we were doing this session. And, you know, I was telling him about my shoulder pain and he did this exercise where he tested each of the chakras and you're supposed to visualize each chakra as he's testing it. And at the time I, once we got to the solar plexus, which is the upper, upper abdominal area, I noticed, I was like, huh, something feels fuzzy there. Like, I don't know, something's not connecting. And then when he got to the throat chakra, I sensed emptiness there for some reason. I didn't say anything at the time. And then once he went through all the chakras, he 
he noted solar plexus and throat <laughs> as the two that had blockages. And I started crying all of a sudden. And I was like, what? How did, how did he know this? And, you know, he was telling me solar plexus relates to self-esteem and confidence. And I think in the previous podcast, we had mentioned that when I was going through the autoimmune, uh, autoimmune flare-ups, my confidence level dropped dramatically when I was teaching, even though, like, I know what I'm doing. And I recognize, like, why is my confidence not up there, like, when I'm teaching? And then I've since learned out, you know, solar plexus has to do with digestion, um, as well as self-esteem. And then, um, you know, with the throat chakra, uh, later that day, actually, I hadn't told my husband yet that I had the session. But he said to me in a conversation, unrelated he's like you don't communicate well and the throat chakra is related to communication I was like what um and later that night I remember getting up and I felt this ping in my solar plexus and then my throat started to get sore I was like huh I was like that's interesting this was after you know that 30 minute session and then I went to bed that night and in the middle of the night I woke up with this worst the worst headache and neck pain that I've ever experienced. And I never feel that I was like, okay, what is this energy stuff? Something is being released. And then within a week and a half, two weeks, my shoulder pain had completely gone. So whatever that energy work was unblock something. And then I was pain free from the shoulder pain. So then I ended up, I was like, okay, I'm sold. So I signed up for the year course, which I'm currently in now. Yeah. Uh, how far through that at this point? I'm kind of taking my time. So <laughs> it's going to take me a little bit longer than a year, but I started it last April of 2022. So, and, and that's, what is it? February 2023 right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of got a lot going on. I do. Right? <laughs> um, so <laughs> Yeah, dun, 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 dun. big surprise was this is in the end going to turn into a thing about energy work um, and the modality of energy work, which my argument for that is uh, because people are always like, oh, you, if you can't see it and you know science can't verify it, then it's not real. And science can't verify 99% of the things that happen in our body on a day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> right. But they're real and they happen. Like we don't really, we barely understand anything. I mean, as much as we've learned and we have certainly learned a lot and we certainly know a lot, we barely understand anything and we're only starting to put together pieces of the puzzle. And so you just at some point have to be like, well, it works. So it's real. And someday maybe science will catch up. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And I was a, well, I was a bio major. And so I had a very logical brain. And so when I actually had physical healing and physical sensations from the energy work, I was like, whoa, I'm sold. And another thing that ended up clearing up was um, in the previous podcast, I think I had uh, mentioned I had trouble doing releves and I had some ankle pain. And um, a podiatrist in Chicago who previously worked with the Olympians said there was nothing that could be done. Um, and so it just, it is what it is that also started to clear up. So then I was able to do releves again and I was like, Oh, I retired early. I could have <laughs> kept going. So yeah, I had two, two major healings from just um, unblocking that. And I remember the day after that session, I've never felt so peaceful and calm, like calmness in my life. I was like, this is amazing. There's something to this. <laughs> That's so I'm clearly, yeah, something to it. That's amazing. Uh, well, we are again going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to keep talking energy healing and all of its amazing benefits. So look forward to hearing all about that in just a minute. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. 
MoveEd is a new exercise system developed from the latest in science and designed to help you feel your body in a whole new way. Offering free online videos, live online exercise classes, and wellness tips and ideas on social media, MoveEd has options to help everyone feel and move better. Check us out today and start your new journey into physical health. Resiliency is the human capacity to lean into individual and collective strengths with compassion and grit when faced with the challenges of lived experience. Join host Elaine miller Karras for Resiliency Within, a program of hope and healing designed to inspire you to integrate wellness into your life, your family, and your community. In challenging times, you'll want to tune in every week. Resiliency Within can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Welcome back to Able Active Moms. Have a question for Jeremy or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. Again, today I'm here with Shannon Hirschman, and we are discussing her journey through autoimmune and inflammatory issues within her body and pregnancy and like finding the full spectrum inner healer within yourself. And that has made its way like full spectrum all the way to the energetic body, which is acknowledged by so many modalities across the world in so many ways, right? You can't do yoga without getting into breathing and chakras and energy and like this idea of that. So it's not that crazy. No? No. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, and I, well, so now, so now you are doing energy work with people and like, as an idea, I guess what I would, one thing I'd like is, so then that's an option to like, and you did energy work with the person who started this. So it is like available, it's available online. Um, what other, like, do you have any other experience with it? So I've done, meaning I've done on YouTube, while I do massage sessions, sessions, I have played like chakra healing sound baths where like there'll be a vibration specifically regulated to each chakra over a course of time, which if you can dig those up, they're all over the place and play them. It's really odd. You're sitting there and I'll be like working on someone and all of a sudden I'm barely able to sustain the work because you realize the tone changed and clearly this is something that's out of balance within yourself. And it is just all consuming this like, whoa, this is causing some crazy vibration within me. And then it'll kind of recede and stuff will be okay for a while. And then the same thing will happen again, where it's like, you're barely even aware that anything's anything is even playing in the background until it's like deeply in your system. So I guess my thing is like, what else do you like? Is there anything else that you feel like is a good resource out there for people to work on like their own energy healing and their own chakra healing if they don't have access to or the resources to get a session with someone? Yeah. So you can do something called self Reiki. So, you know, you basically just try to, feel your own energy and you kind of slowly scan your body and you look for areas where maybe there's a change in temperature or sometimes for some people it feels like um, almost like two magnets repelling each other. So you can, you know, do that on yourself and then you would just kind of hover your hand over an area. Like let's say you're having shoulder pain, you can hover your hands over that area to create self-healing until you feel that sensation dissipate. Um, you can also work on your own chakras through visualization techniques and breathing um, while maintaining that chakra in your mind. Um, you can create little affirmations if you have uh, difficulties in certain areas of your life. Let's say like you're, you're not very good at expressing yourself. You can say decrees and affirmations um, in regards to that. Like I am an excellent communicator and say things like that to yourself to, you know, help self-healing within yourself. So, 
Yeah. So if you like get on Google and do a little Google search, you, it doesn't take much to scratch the surface and find a lot of really viable resources out there. Right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so as far as like affirmations and that kind of thing, I mean, that's kind of the tool that you are making good use of at the moment, right? So we're in the middle of, no, not we're in the middle of, we're at the tail end of third pregnancy. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And, um, and, and what's going on with that? So like, what's been your experience as you have entered the third trimester, which is where symptoms start to pro- crop up again? Yes. Okay. So about 29 or 30 weeks into pregnancy, I started noticing some of my symptoms coming back and I thought, oh no, not again. So um, I was like, all right, so what can I pull from my toolbox, you know, of things that, you know, I can't do the one Hof right now, but I, I have this energy work that I'm learning. And then I also, I've been paying attention to my breathing and I realized you know, when I'm at home with my kids who are currently three and just turned two, um, it's not a controlled environment. <laughs> like at the Pilates studio, it's very calming. You know, you're working with clients. It's very rest, you know, very peaceful. And then at home, you've got kids like tackling each other and throwing toys. And I realized I was holding my breath at home. And I, w- and I noticed this and I was like, okay, so that can't be good. If I'm, if I'm doing a breath holding pattern, that's going to put my nervous system in an elevated state. So I got to work on that, some deep breathing at home. And then I realized, I, w- I think I mentioned this to you, you know, during one of our sessions, I was like, I fully expected the autoimmune disease to return based on the two previous pregnancies. I was like, well, how am I going to change my mindset with that? So the day I had that realization, I was driving home listening to a podcast (laughs) and I heard about this technique that you can do basically self-hypnosis. So when you fall asleep, your brain uh, enters theta brainwave state for a short period of time. So you can create affirmations or things you want to manifest in your life. So I whipped out my phone on the voice memo app and recorded some sentences like my autoimmune disease will not return my feet are happy and healthy, my immune system is working perfectly. And then I edit it into this 10 minute piece of, um, you know, with background music, relaxation music, and then I listen to it that night. And the next morning, all of my symptoms went away. (laughs) We had been working together with foot pain. I woke up with no foot pain, Um, scalp pain went away. And then I had reduction of bleeding gums, like 95%, like the following day. I was like, okay, great. So we're onto something here. And um, so that lasted about four days and then it started coming back just a little bit. And so I listened to that same affirmation tape while going to sleep and then it hasn't been back since. So that's been amazing. That really is amazing. And it just shows like the power of the brain and the power of the human body and like what an incredible self-healing system we are if you tap into it. And there are many ways to tap into it. I guess that's really what I wanted you to share the most is that your journey might not be everybody's journey and your solutions might not be everybody's solutions. Um, There are a lot of solutions out there. There are a lot of great tools out there, but as things shifted and changed, you pivoted and not not giving up on something that was a useful tool, but like figured out how to make this even bigger picture, right? Like, so like leading all the way to the most recent thing of retraining brainwaves to help heal the body. I'm a very determined person, Jeremy, as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) So no matter what comes my way, I will find a solution despite what doctors tell me, other people tell me. um, And I just, enjoy the learning process and I keep testing it out on myself with a positive mindset. And um, so things seem to work out. (laughs) You stay open to it. Um, I just read an interesting thing that had to do about mental flexibility and it broke down the difference between persistence and perseverance. And um, though I can't exactly remember which one is which I thought it made an interesting 
breakdown in the difference. One of them is flexible and one of them is inflexible. I believe persistence is flexible. So you like, you don't give up, but you keep like searching and keep trying to learn and keep trying to approach something from different angles or new ways, where I think perseverance is actually negative. They imply negativity that you keep doing. It's like you keep doing the same thing over and over again, except expecting <laughs> a different result. And so it's like mental inflexibility. Um, so I thought that was interesting because I'm like you, I like, I'm like open to whatever, if it works, I'm always like, what's the next solution? How do we pivot? How do we like look at this in a new way? Um, what else, what else is out there for me to learn from this? That's led right to where you are now. So we were supposed to have this episode a couple of weeks ago and it got postponed because currently you are in the hospital in great spirits and looking amazing, by the way. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so what's going on? So uh, last Wednesday at my routine 32-week ultrasound, they found um, fluid in the baby's chest cavity, which was compressing the right lung a little bit. So the doctor was basically like, you need to admit yourself in the hospital. If this fluid increases, we need to induce you and have the baby in two days, you know, or right away. You know, I went to the hospital and... Basically, you know, they've been giving me ultrasounds every few days and it, the fluid has been holding steady and I've been drawing on my toolbox of affirmations, visualizations of fluid remission. I had one doctor said, no, it's not possible. You can't, you can't uh, reverse the fluid that's in there. Um, and then another doctor said it is possible. So immediately when the doctor said, no, it's not, po not possible, I said, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to imagine that it is. It's been hold. It was holding steady for um, about a week, thankfully, because our goal was to make it to 34 weeks before being induced into labor. Um, the reason being, as the baby grows, um, the lung won't have room to expand um, when he comes out. So their idea was they were going to try to drain the fluid. You know, if everything stayed the same, they're gonna, they would try to drain the fluid while he was still in the womb. Um, at 34 weeks, uh, and then induce birth. Um, so that when he did take his first breaths and, and cry, the lung would be able to fully expand. So, you know, I've been in here, I've been talking to clients who've been supportive, they've all been visualizing fluid remission for me. And, um, you know, the dancers at the dance studio and their parents, they've been absolutely so supportive. And, um, so I've still been attending the um, quantum healing sessions that are going along with the course that I'm taking. And um, our teacher paired us with different like partner buddies to practice with. And so I got uh, paired with this woman named Lorna and we had, we had to keep rescheduling because our schedules weren't working out. And this past Monday we did a practice session and uh, it turned out, we were so glad that it was rescheduled. She said an hour before we were supposed to meet, she had heard on um, this other podcast about this wonderful story about a pregnant woman who was admitted to the ER. She had been in labor for days and this baby was not coming. The doctors wanted to do a C-section and um, she just did not want that to happen. And her husband had called, and this was a nice little Mexican family, and her husband called um, his dad, who was a farmer and worked off the land and was an intuitive and got that the baby was scared to come into the world. And so he did kind of like a healing session and welcomed the baby and said it was going to be okay, it's going to be safe. And then the woman had delivered the baby naturally within an hour. Hmm. And I heard this story and I was like, that's it. Something about this story it is amazing. <laughs> it's inspirational. So um, that and she she did a wonderful exercise where she had me visualize myself in a pyramid of a golden light. And she asked me if there are any words that came to me as to why I was having trouble with this baby. And the only thing that came up was love. And I wasn't sure why. And I took a walk. Um, they, they let me go on walks at the hospital. And so I took a walk and I was thinking about it and something came to me. And then I realized, huh, I was like, I had to convince my husband um, for maybe a year and a half to have a third baby. And he wasn't on board for the longest time. And this summer we had transitioned him to be a stay-at-home dad. 
And he, of course, loved it. And he's so good at it. And he was like, okay, all right, we can have a third kid. Like, it'll postpone the amount of time I have to go, you know, until I go back to work. I can have more time at home. And um, I thought, you know, based on the story that Lorna, my partner buddy, had told me, I was like, well, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe the baby doesn't feel loved from my husband. And so I decided to do an energy healing session with my instructor from the course on Wednesday. And he did this amazing technique where it kind of brought up what the baby might be feeling. And the, the two things that came up were fear and not feeling loved. So he gave my husband and I some homework and I had my husband every night visualize talking to the baby and saying, you know, we welcome you. He you know, loves the baby and um, we had done an energy clearing for the baby um, and it, it turned out his heart chakra was closed, which is right in the area where the fluid is. So we kept up with the homework. I was doing my visualizations and it turned out that the fluid on the right side of the baby's chest, you know, is related to the left side brain and masculine energy. So we thought that was another thing maybe it was coming from my husband's end. And so anyway... Uh, this morning we had our follow-up ultrasound and the doctor came back in and said, uh, I need to remeasure something looks off. And she's like, it looks like the fluid actually reversed. So she measured it and it turns out that there's a 50% reduction in the fluid in the baby's chest. So we are going to continue with our energy work and our affirmations. And uh, we're very excited. That's amazing because and here's something that's like, nope, that can't change. If anything, it's just going to get worse, not better. And yet, here you are. Here I am. Yeah, 50% <laughs> fluid reduction, and we're hoping for 100%. And then I get to go home and welcome the baby when he's ready to come out. <laughs> I can't wait for a, the a positive update because I have no idea, no doubt that's what's coming next. <laughs> um, it's about this whole full spectrum scope of the potential of the human body to heal itself. Right? Yeah. And whatever comes your way, you got a toolbox. It's how you handle it. Your outlook on life, you can change, you can manifest things that you want in your life. And it's about how you handle everything that comes your way. Yeah. You you put a great quote down. I love it. And it's how do you, how do you choose to see the world? How yeah, do you exactly. To see the world. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I can't thank you enough. And in, how can people reach you out there in the world, in the internet lands? Yes. So uh, <laughs> my website is called bewellmybody.com. And I do Pilates, Frederick Stretch Therapy, Cranial Sacral, Reiki, and uh, Quantum Energy Healing for anyone who would like to learn more. My story's there. Amazing. So yeah, so make sure to look that up, Be Well My Body. We will be back again next week talking more about health, wellness, and family fitness. So thanks for tuning in. Have a great, healthy week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Able Active Moms. We hope the moms out there have learned something useful to help them with their own lives. Until we talk again, have a fantastic week.